The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to House Calls with Dr. Connie Mariano. If you're ready to get your physical, emotional, and spiritual life in order, join us for the next hour as we meet some interesting people who will share stories of success and wisdom that you can apply to your own life. Now, here's Dr. Connie. Well, hello, and thanks for listening in today. I'm Dr. Connie, and I love doing this show. This is something I look forward to every week because it it makes me focus on what's important and helps me to share what I find is amazing about life. And also, I can invite fascinating guests who can help my listeners. And today is, without exception, going to be a fun show because I've got one of my dear friends who is an incredible psychologist and has helped so many of my patients out there. So I'll be introducing her later in, a, uh, in the show. But I want to thank you for tuning in. And I always look at this time of year as as sort of a dual emotional thing for me. It's of great excitement because of the holidays, but it's extremely stressful. It's, you know, you recover from Thanksgiving, and then all of a sudden you're slammed into Christmas and the holidays, and then bang, it's New Year's. And you're wondering, where did the time go? So I always think it'd be a good time to just pause and have a show like this where we get advice on how to navigate the holidays. And I always think it is, they always say, it's the season. Uh, Yeah, it's the season, all right. It's the season for stress. And the stress we encounter all start with the infamous F word. You know what that is? It's food, family, and for many of us, finances. We struggle with that. But before I go into the deadly three Fs that uh, are common in the holidays, I always like to start off with my honorable mentions. And these are people or events that, I really found significant for me over the past week. First of all, uh, we have visiting in here in Scottsdale an old friend of mine, Sergeant Glenn Powell, and his wife, Rhonda Powell, who are both retired Army sergeants. And they were with me during the White House days, and they're visiting me this week for the next couple of days. And Glenn Powell was one of my guests. He broadcasted remotely from D.C., on Veterans Day when we were talking about his role at the White House and the things he learned in his life. So thank you, Glenn, for for visiting us and for your service and also for Rhonda. I also want to do an honorable mention for a family friend, Lee Davies, and her family. Her husband, Michael Davies, passed away about 10 years ago in Toronto. He knew my husband, John, for about 30 years, and they had worked together at General Electric Canada and Michael was general counsel. And we learned 10 years ago that he had passed, unfortunately, uh, almost made it to 85 years old. So John and I flew out on Thanksgiving Day to Toronto, and they don't celebrate Thanksgiving Day like we do. They celebrate their own Thanksgiving, but it's a month before. So we, we flew out Thanksgiving Day and attended Michael's funeral mass and then his celebration of life. And what struck me about his celebration of life, it was really joyful. One of the things 
that Michael had instructed his family was that he wanted a celebration of life at his country club, and he wanted laughter, and that's what he got. He got lots of laughter. People shared stories about his spirit and his character, and what I also found impressive, because I'm a workaholic, was that Michael, to the end, had his briefing papers, his files. They were in the hospital room. He was looking through them. He was constantly working away. And I just thought that was incredible that he loved what he did. He was so passionate about it. So he's up in heaven as general counsel. I don't think you really need attorneys up in heaven. And, of course, that's sort of a setup for attorney jokes and whether they go to heaven or not. But God bless him and God bless his family for for being so supportive of, of him all these years. And we will miss him dearly. He's such a good friend. You know, I look at this time of year, and the sun is setting earlier. It's cooler. Right now in Arizona, it's cloudy. And I get such a mixture of feelings. And and I, for me, particularly looking at my life, my mother passed away. It'll be three years ago on December 5th. So the time of year, the short, the shorter days, and the music really bring back lots of memories. So this is something we all deal with, the memories that come back every time of year and how do we handle those. But it is a time of great excitement, absolutely, of what, what uh, getting together with family and things that we buy for gifts and lots of events, lots of parties. But I look at people make a big deal about the Friday after Thanksgiving, which is Black Friday, where people go looking for deals. And I, a lot of people are going online, obviously, because they don't want to be involved in, in the and, and the, the rush of going to the department stores and buying everything. I'm one who really tries to avoid shopping on Black Friday because I don't like getting to the mall and finding you can't find a place to park. You struggle through the crowds. People are pushing you. And then you struggle to find a salesperson to, for your purchase. So I did go the Sunday after Black Friday <clears throat> this past week, and I went to a local mall, and I was made a few purchases. And I asked one of the sales lady ladies about how it went with Black Friday at the, the larger mall. And she told me the crowds were huge, and in the center of the mall, they even set up an intravenous IV bar with oxygen for people who thought they would be dehydrated. And I, it sort of appalled me that I have never shopped to the point that I would become dehydrated. I mean, I would shop till you drop, but to the point where you need an oxygen and and an IV, you know, it's a little too much. So people do get stressed out. It's maddening and it's saddening for you, for me to visualize this. But then you have to pause and say, well, wait a minute. It, it doesn't have to be this way. I mean, you have a choice. You don't have to engage in the craziness, right? It's this crazy dance that we go on and you find, well, I get stressed out every year. And then you wonder, well, you don't have to. You don't have to play like that. You know, you've got a choice. And it's like listening to negative news on the radio or on TV. I finally decided what I do every every morning when I leave my garage as I'm driving the 25 minutes to work, I don't listen to my radio. I just say, this is sort of my private time in my car. I look around. Obviously, I'm you know cautious about not getting hit by other cars, but I focus on being grateful. And I start off with being grateful for my life and my health and then my husband and my kids, and, and I sort of extend that 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 circle of, of gratitude, but then you focus on what you're happy about. So really, you don't have to be negative. You don't have to go for that. You really have a choice. So today I thought about being positive. Obviously, that's my goal. And I thought about, 
about what we're experiencing over the holidays. And I said, you know, what a better, what a great gift to give the listeners, you, on how to handle the holidays than to invite my guest today, Dr. Julia Ney. Now, Dr. Julia Ney, I, ha- I met her, it must be now, eight years, and her name came up here in Scottsdale via patient of ours. I had a patient who called me and said, listen, I want you to know this, this psychologist has really helped me with my divorce and my anxiety and my family issues, and I, I want to give you her name. I said, absolutely. And I still remember... Uh, getting Dr. Inay's name and calling her. I was at the Mayo Clinic seeing patients and I picked up the phone. I was talking to her and I said, I really have to meet this woman. And we really, we hit it off. We become such dear friends. I call her, she's one of my soul sisters, gal pals, but she's also a very experienced loving, caring, effective, certified psychologist. And so she's my guest in studio today. And Dr. Julie is a media expert. She uh, has been on television. She has YouTube videos. I'll I'll go into a little bit about that. But she was on my radio show four years ago with my first episode when we spoke about the holidays as well. So if you were listening, you should have taken notes. So let me give you her formal introduction. Dr. Julia Ney is a licensed clinical psychologist, and she's an eating disorder expert. How appropriate for this time of year, right? She is the founder and clinical director of A New Beginning and the co-founder of The Healthy Way Out. Both of those are specialty treatment centers in Scottsdale, Arizona, and they're focused on the comprehensive care of eating disorders, emotional and binge eating, healthy weight loss, abuse and trauma, depression, anxiety, and relationship issues, right? So is any of that hitting home, all of you out there listening in? For the past 26 years, Dr. Julie has brought her personal brand of passion and hope to individuals seeking to be successfully attain peace within their relationship with food, their body, and their self. She's a frequent media guest expert on the topics of eating disorders, healthy weight management, prevention of eating disorders, and cultivating self-worth and esteem from the inside out. In 2017, this year, she launched a new specialty educational YouTube series, which you can check out, entitled From Hunger to Fulfillment and Not Your Typical Eating Disorder Recovery Tips Tuesday. And this delivers her hopeful message of health and and. Her full recovery happens to audiences worldwide. So if you need to, if you would like to look up Dr. Julie, go online to anewbeginning.com. So I want to welcome you, Dr. Julie. Thanks for being here today. Connie, it is always such a pleasure. What a beautiful introduction. And truly, I have to say, out of all of those honors that you talked about, one of my greatest honors, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, is truly being called your friend. Well, you are. So, you're really, you're good for the soul. Oh. And, I, and I really appreciate what you do for me as a friend, but also for all my patients out there. I automatically, and I know you've been busy with your business and your, your practice and all your psychologists, but you've helped so many people. So thank you for that. Well, thank you. I think it's been a great, uh, you know, partnership. I mean, with you working with the medicine and me Mm -hmm. doing the psychological and us both caring about, you know, the full health of the individual. So it's been just a wonderful um, time knowing you and certainly being your friend. So thank you. You bet. Absolutely. I think of you this time of year because my practice has been busy with people coming in for their annual exams, but also 
the upper respiratory infections and just routine checkups that they come in. <clears throat> and they all, all my patients say, oh my gosh, this year has been crazy, what's going on? And I can only imagine how busy it must be for you. What's, what's going on now in your practice? Well, well, we have just um, rounded the corner after Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving, when you are working on recovery from an eating disorder or if you have chronic weight issues, is really a very difficult holiday. So we have just successfully helped people to be able to maintain their recovery through the Thanksgiving holiday. And now people are looking towards Christmas and then that New Year's resolution period of time. So we are super busy, not only with the eating disorders, but just with the normal stressors and family and events and really trying to help people to not just get through the holidays, but to actually enjoy it, which is really what this time of year should be about. You know, I really agree. It's not only getting through it, but also using it for the rest of the year, right? Rather than saying, all right, you know, I've, I've done everything I can and now... You know, I'm off to a new start, but yeah. you're right to carry that through. Absolutely. You know, I look at what we do starting off with Halloween with candy and then, you know, Thanksgiving with turkey and pie and then Christmas with you know what people eat and then New Year's where people like to get drunk and all those things which obviously are not healthy. What advice do you give your patients about overeating and overindulging over the holidays. Well, you know, it's funny, as you're talking about all of the holidays that we have just gone through, and I was thinking about the answer to your question, really my answer is is to approach it the way that we encourage people to approach it throughout the year. Mm -hmm. And that is to approach your life without a dieting mentality. The worst thing that you can do for yourself is to approach the holidays and think that you're going to be on a diet. That's a setup for just misery and then also, you know, going in and overeating because we know that dieting always contributes to binge eating, which then contributes to excessive weight gain. So we really want people to approach the holidays relative to food with a healthy, moderate approach that says there's not a good food or bad food or you can't, you know, only have that pie on Christmas Day, but then you have to starve the day after. We really want you to invite yourself to eat the foods that you truly enjoy in healthy moderation. Eat to the point when you are comfortably full or satisfied. And then to go on and focus on other things that bring enjoyment in life. Going to a party should not just be about the food. It should be about seeing friends and laughing and maybe dancing and singing and not just what are you going to eat or what aren't you going to eat. So that's really important. What I love to hear you talk about is is how you don't like the word diet. And diet's a four-letter word with you, right? It is abs. You know me well. So diet is a four-letter word. I think that diets... Oh, they're the demise of so many people, so many people's physicality, but also their emotional joy. Mm -hmm. And it's a big concern. So dieting not only creates eating disorders, which I hope that we are increasing the awareness of, Mm -hmm. but dieting is actually a primary cause of obesity. Mm -hmm. I mean, I want to say that again. Dieting is a primary cause of obesity. Didn't you know, I think I had read somewhere that when people started coming out with diet soda, the obesity curve just shot up. Absolutely. diet soda. Well, and there's a lot of physiological reasons for that as far as, you know, um, craving the sugar Sugar. and all that kind of stuff that goes on. But just this dieting mentality that says, I can't, I 
can't, I can't, sets us up for wanting more and more and more. And it gets us away from our physical cues of hunger and fullness and sets us up for this mentality that says, I'm going to get away with eating all of this food when I really wouldn't eat all of that food anyways. So we want to get away from that dieting. We want to be able to have healthy weight management with Mm -hmm. things like activity. Mm -hmm. I was really encouraged by the New Year's resolution list for this year. Um, For the first year that I've ever known of, actually, do you know what bumped um, weight loss? Usually weight loss is number Number one. Number one, right? To exercise more. Good. Was actually more of a goal than weight loss. And I was so encouraged by that. Instead of don't eat this, exercise more. It's more proactive instead of with restricting yourself, right? Exactly. And I like to use the word movement and activity. It doesn't have to be going to a gym and and being on a treadmill. And in Arizona, especially at this time of the year, my goodness, we can go out. And if you wanted to walk 20 minutes per day over the holidays, just walking your dog or going around the park or walking around the block with your husband, that's a beautiful way to get that physical movement in that is a much better approach than I'm going to diet or I'm not going to eat this when I go to this party. So I really encourage people to have that be a lifestyle change, like get comfortable with movement that is actually enjoyable as a way to help uh, healthy weight management. I think that's a great idea. It's people respond better when you say you should do this instead of don't do this. And And I think that's amazing. One of the things I noticed, and when we talked about it before the show, you know, when patients will see me for their annual exam and we draw their blood work over the holidays and they've gained like eight pounds and they'll say, well, it's because the holidays. W- what do you think about that? <laughs> I say, don't believe it, because the statistics show that the average weight gain for the average American is, what do you think, Connie? How uh, The holidays? Yes, Dr. Connie. Uh, oh, I think maybe seven to eight pounds. Okay, guess should, what? No. One pound. One, is that it? That is it from after <laughs> Halloween to New Year's I Day. Blame, I can't blame the holidays <laughs> for my eight pound weight I'm so sorry, That's but not you. Right. No, one pound oh, is God. the reality. So that's so important to know because I think sometimes we it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. I'm going to gain this much weight, so I might as well go to this party, and I'm going to eat all of this food that I'm really not physically hungry yeah. for, and then I'm going to blame it on the holidays. holidays. Okay, so that's not true. If you walk that 20 minutes per day, you say, I don't have to gain weight. I'm going to give myself permission to go to the party, pick out the two or three things that I really want to have, eat them until I'm comfortably full, and then get yourself out away from the buffet table. Right. You know, right. put a, a non-alcoholic beverage in your hand and walk around and mingle then instead of picking right. and eating. That's going to be the way to you know, maybe just gain that one pound, which you're going to lose the week after. So I'm going to, we're going to go for a quick break, come back, and we've got more on how to, how to actually eat healthy, enjoy the holidays, and get rid of that word diet. So stay tuned for more with Dr. Connie and Dr. Julian A. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Who's your doctor? When I was looking for a doctor, I thought, which person gets the best care of all and whose doctor's credentials are the most carefully reviewed? 
Well, the answer was obvious. Who looks after the President of the United States? My doctor is the doctor who is taking care of three presidents and their families. Dr. Connie Mariano. I've heard about her. She's board certified in internal medicine and has been practicing medicine for over 30 years. She was at the White House for over nine years and traveled everywhere with the president. Dr. Connie is available to me 24 hours a day, seven days a week by email, cell phone, or Skype. And when I see her in her private office in Scottsdale, she and her staff always treat me like I'm the president. I'm going to call her office now and join her practice. Dr. Connie Mariano, this is the doctor American presidents and their families have trusted with their lives, and I trust you with mine. For information about Dr. Connie Mariano's private practice, you need to visit drcmariano.com. Are you ready to live younger, longer? Andrew and Aaron Stevens with Apply Everyday Health are partnered with a 100-year-old company to help you build health through natural approaches. Our scientists believe that the key to a healthy lifestyle lies within nature. By using ingredients proven to be safe and effective, our products provide nutrition guaranteed to change your life in a positive way. To find out how you can get the same top-of-the-line vitamins taken daily by Olympic athletes, astronauts, and the White House doctor herself, visit applyeveryday.com. How do you define work? Is it that mundane Monday through Friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you? Or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment, achievement, and purpose? If you are looking to make your work life the latter, tune in to Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. There are all kinds of inspiring work-life stories told by people who have made work something to look forward to every day. Working on Purpose can be heard every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to House Calls with former White House physician, Dr. Connie Mariano. If you have a question or comment for our show today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drconnieradio at gmail.com. That's drconnieradio at gmail.com. Now, back to House Calls with Dr. Connie. We are entering the holidays, and this is a time of year of overeating, overdrinking, over everything, over stress. And my prescription today is to have our guest here today, Dr. Julia Ney, who joins me in studio. She is an eating disorder expert, but she also focuses on relationships, anxiety, stress. And we were just talking in the first part of our show that diet, that word diet is a four-letter word. So don't focus on the diet, focus on the lifestyle. And she also dispelled the myth that everyone used to think that over the holidays, we gain about seven to eight pounds. And actually, studies have shown you gain one pound. So don't don't blame it on the holidays. It's really lifestyle. We, she talked about focusing on exercise and moving. And the number one resolution that's coming up now isn't about losing weight going on a diet. The number one resolution of Americans is having more exercise, which is a great resolution. Isn't that glorious? Absolutely. Glory, glory. As we were talking about how how to really approach the holidays and and as as a psychologist, as a wife, as a mom, as a friend, what do you recommend? What's a great, healthy way to approach the holidays, Dr. Julie? 
Well, if we're looking at happiness, um, I think it's really uh, important to approach the holidays with deliberation. Okay. Too many times we just react to life. And you talked earlier about um, driving to work and really taking that time to create gratitude and to pause and, and to reflect. And I love that because it's creating something that's important to you in your life. And I do think that we need to practice that in our life. Happiness, joy doesn't just happen happen. We need to really do it by design. And I think with the holidays, it's the same thing. So when we talk about the holidays, what I really encourage my clients to do is to identify two or three key events or traditions or things that they want to experience over that holiday time and make it a priority and not just kind of in your mind. You know, now is the perfect time. We're almost to December 1st and we have to take out our calendar and we have to plan it. So if, you know, you have a certain tradition or you want to have a certain day where you can just be in your pajamas and have the fireplace playing and wrapping gifts, you need to structure that time now so that you can really support and direct your own happiness over the holidays instead of just kind of reacting to it. You know, most of the time we have invitations and events and we have at least two times as many events as would actually create joy. And we need to give ourselves permission to say no, No. to say really what are my needs and what are my family's Mm -hmm. needs, Mm -hmm. and then in a premeditated manner, structure it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when things come in to try to impose on that, like if you have three things, I'm going to shop and I'm going to gift wrap and then I'm going to go out to that holiday party, any of those three things in any one Saturday would be wonderful, but all three together is going to make you feel stressed out and maybe even resentful. So plan, no yourself and give yourself that chance to have balance, structure, and do it in a prepared, kind of premeditated manner. Absolutely. I think you're right on board about just planning because a lot of us, it it happens and you're like, oh, I didn't think about this. And that's how you get that last moment crunch, people rushing, last moment shopping and panicking, and then they will need the oxygen. Then they'll need the IVs for their stress. Or worse, you feel disappointed. I was so disappointed. I really wanted to do this and I didn't get to do that or I'm so tired after the holidays when I really wanted to rest. So I think that that is kind of like that after the holidays lull because there's so much anticipation leading up to it. But I say that we create our own happiness. So give yourself permission to direct yourself. You're not going to offend somebody if you say, I just have too many things going on. I'd love to, but I'll have to do it next year. Exactly. And create that time for yourself and your family. Those are the memories that are going to be important to you. Now, as you talk about families, one of the big stressors that people will bring up is, you know, we're doing a family reunion, we're getting together with a family, there's always some family member you've never gotten along with. Absolutely. You know, you you may love them, but you may not like them. Yes. What do you, how do we deal with family? Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful question. You know, family is wonderful, but sometimes there's going to be those unresolved conflicts, and we don't want to play those out over the holiday table, Mm. especially after you've had two glasses of wine. So what I really encourage people to do is this. If there is something that's unresolved or there's a conflict, 
I ask them to reach out and address it before the holiday gathering. Now, that's really hard for a lot of people because most people are conflict avoidant. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have great communication because they don't want to offend somebody. And then they end up going to that party, drinking too much, eating because you're upset, you know, and then there's going to be an eruption mm-hmm. or you're just going to be miserable. So we really work in my practice to say, let's work on being more assertive and kind of lovingly say, can we get together for lunch and let's talk about some things that have been bothering me Mm -hmm. so that when you do come together for Christmas Day, it really is a gathering of love and then you can have joy instead of, you know, feeling anxious the whole time, which ruins your day. Right, the elephant in the room. Absolutely. But you give them permission, let's say, you know, so-and-so will never meet with me for lunch, we just never got along you just avoid them? I say then don't invite them to sit around your dinner table. And that might sound really harsh and unloving, but I think it's really loving to yourself. Yeah. Okay. I mean, life, we it's it's unexpected. We don't know what's going to happen in life. And these are the moments that we really have to cherish. And so if there's somebody that you have conflict, somebody that's, you know, puts you down or, or makes you feel bad or gets drunk because they drink too much at the dinner table, Mm -hmm. give yourself permission to not invite them. Well, I think of, you know, the advice you give, and that's true. It's because we feel so guilty. Oh, I don't want to leave them out. But then they show up at your house. That's right. And then you resent them. That's right. I think, you know, one of the things I remember you telling me, because we all have, you know, we can take care of patients. And even myself, a 62 years old physician, I relive emotional traumas of in childhood and we all have as we look back at our memories of our childhood I've asked my sons who are now 30 and 28 I said when you look back at Christmas growing up you know when you believe there was a Santa and they're like what do you mean there there is a Santa right (laughs) but when you look back what are your memories Mm -hmm. and as a mom I feel so good because they say we have happy memories of being with you and dad and the family but then I said well you know and then I think well I've had not so good memories, and and I I remember one year, I was sharing with you this memory, and God bless, it was my mom, we were living in Hawaii at the time, living at Navy Housing, we didn't have a lot of money, and we had the Christmas tree up, and it was a simple stocking, those little, they they probably cost a dollar now, it's this little netted stocking with candy on it, and she had put my name on it. And at Christmas time, God bless her, my mom was always about making sure we had something for the guests. And it was it was almost like tit for tat. If they gave us something, we have to give something back. We always had to reciprocate. And our neighbors showed up one, one day before Christmas, and they brought gifts. And my mother had nothing to give them. So she quickly took whatever she can, you know, you know re-gift from the tree, including my stocking of candy. Mm-hmm. And removed my name and gave it away. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, gee, what was meant for me was given away. Mm -hmm. And I felt so ripped off. And it wasn't until 50 years later, I understood, you know, as a mom trying to make sure some other kid didn't get it, that her other gifts to me were more important than the material gifts, her Mm -hmm. gift of patience and love and kindness. But it was a struggle. And I still remember you saying, buy yourself a gift. You give yourself a gift that... You would do, and and I did. I went and I bought. Oh, I think it was a David Yerman so ring. Happy. But then I realized I saw the ring. I put it away in the safe, and I looked at. It and I go, I'm okay with that. And that you learn to forgive. 
And I think when we look at gifts, we always think material, mm-hmm. right? But the thing that hurt you was not the material thing that was given away. It was what you felt the meaning behind that was. Right. So so the gesture of taking time to actually get yourself something that's special mm-hmm. is not, in my opinion, a selfish act. It is actually an act of self-love. Mm-hmm. It's saying that I'm remembering myself also. I want to kind of give myself something that would just make me feel good and happy and joyful. And it can be something that's expensive and it can be something that's really, really basic. But it's really saying to yourself, I'm not forgetting you. Right. And I'm right. not making somebody else inadvertently more important than you. I think you've got wonderful perspective now as an adult that your mom wasn't trying to hurt you. But as a child, you did feel that. Right. So right. we all have that child yeah. part that is still alive yeah. and well inside of us. And as we grow, it is our responsibility to be able to nurture that part of ourself. And we can either deny it and we can say, oh, that's silly, you shouldn't feel that way. Or we can say, you know what, I'm going to get a special little gift gift. and I'm going to wrap it up and I'm going to put it under the tree for myself. And I just think that that's a beautiful, beautiful tradition. so I do that every year for myself. I think I, that's wonderful. Yeah, I just, I encourage my children to do that. Get yourself something special. They're very loving towards others as well. So yeah. it's not a selfish act. Right. It's actually an act of saying, I'm going to treat you like you're special. and because you are. And, and, you and, are. And, and nurture you, you know? I think also there, there are some of us who are very blessed. And my husband always says, you are very difficult to buy stuff for because I am, I'm able to just buy when I need. Mm -hmm. And so I said, let's make a promise that we don't give each other things. Let's give each other memories. Let's give each other some memories. And it isn't just at Christmas. It's throughout the year. We Mm -hmm. either plan a special dinner that we go out to or special activity or or something. In fact, this radio show, looking back, was his gift to me two years ago because he had commented. He said, I bought you some, a gift, the gift of gab, the gift of time. And I go, what did you buy me? And he said, I bought you airtime. He said, I remember how much you really enjoyed your radio show, which I do. And, and then I want to, I'm going to sponsor your 13 episodes. And we just, was just trying to find the time. Aww. And I think that was, it made you think about what that person, what was important yeah. to them. But it was a gift of love. And of course, in exchange, I wound up giving him, depends on how he takes it, I, I got him cooking lessons. <laughs> and golf lessons, so things that would help. And uh-huh. not, it didn't mean that he wasn't a good cook or a good golfer, but it was something that you can enjoy an activity. Right. It was a memory. You you raised such a good point because one of the stressors of Christmas is finances, yeah. and especially yeah. for lower and middle income mm-hmm. families. Mm-hmm. And it, it just causes this dilemma. I love this person, but I don't feel like I can give them a gift that shows how much I right. do love them. So what we talk a lot about is to give, you know, um, a homemade gift like mm-hmm. uh, my children I always ask them write me a story they're yeah. both writers Perfect. and I say please write me a story that would be the best gift that you could give me or if there's an artist in the family or a photographer you know take a picture that is really important to you and just wrap that up because the gift from yourself and really the kind of the intention and the memory behind it is so much more important and it does you know if we're doing this with our children it teaches our children that the value is in the thought and in the gesture of love it's not in the commercialism or in the amount of money that is spent it means I've thought about 
about you. I care about you. You're part of my life. And isn't that really what these holidays are about? Right. You know, one of my patients would complain to me that his his first wife, all she gave him were sweaters, and he resented it because it was almost like an automatic, okay, here's your Christmas sweater, here's your Christmas tie. One thing comes to mind, because I, I love to shop, but I always say when you gift somebody, you focus on their needs, what makes them special, and I call them my three T's. Uh-huh. And you give them the gift either of time, talent, or treasure. Oh, that's And so nice. if, you, if you don't have the time, if there's something within your talent, just like your girls, mm-hmm. girls are writers, or if I have a friend who's an artist, or your treasure, whatever is special that you have, Beautiful. that you write something. So give one of your three T's. And I think people find that special. I think they just want to feel special in some way. Absolutely. Instead of, okay, everyone's going to get, you know, the same old thing. It's like, no, no, that you actually put some thought into it. My son and his, and his, his wife are really are, are clever because they know we're hard to buy for. And what they do every year, which I love, is they they buy us a they they buy us tickets to the Harkins Theater because they know we love going to movies and the little t-shirt that gives you the free popcorn which I love so I we know we guarantee we have to go to the movies a couple times a year and we get the you know the free popcorn and the t-shirt and that's perfect because that's something we wouldn't buy for ourselves Connie I I, I have this image of you in a t-shirt that says free popcorn and I just have to crack up hey, anything for free buttered popcorn <laughs> But then, you know, so what do I do? You know, we talk about weight loss. I I said, you know, I try to do the too vain to gain. So I will do that. I will go indulge in that day of popcorn. But then for for dinner, rather than have a huge dinner, I'll have like soup or something because I'll just sort of throttle back rather than beat myself up and said, well, you know, you were crazy last night because you had that Diet Coke and the popcorn with butter on it. But then... Well, next day, then I'll have some fruit for breakfast or some yogurt, and then lunch will be something light because, you know, it sort of balances it out. And don't beat yourself up. Yeah, and and, um, if you were directing that not only from your physician's mind, which is absolutely right with balancing it, but if you were also listening to your physical cues, probably after eating, you know, the popcorn and the soda, you would want something light for dinner. (laughs) And then the next day, you would probably want not the salt and the Right. butter, but you would probably want the healthy fruit. Exactly. Because that's what intuitive eating is all about. It's listening to the wisdom of your body. And really, your body is a miracle. If we would get out of our own way and just listen, then at times we could have soda and popcorn. And then naturally, our body is going to say, you know, tonight we're going to have a salad or we're going to have fruit for dessert because that really is a healthy, healthy balance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, we're going to go to a break, but when we come back, I want want to ask Dr. Julie some more about mindful eating, listening to our bodies, because what happens over the holidays, our emotions hijack our body. In a lot of ways, throughout the year, our bodies are hijacked, held captive by our emotions. And we have to go back to listening to when we're full and when we're satisfied. So please stay tuned after this break to come back and listen more to get you ready for the holidays and really the rest of the year. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 
Are you ready to live younger, longer? Andrew and Aaron Stevens with Apply Everyday Health are partnered with a 100-year-old company to help you build health through natural approaches. Our scientists believe that the key to a healthy lifestyle lies within nature. By using ingredients proven to be safe and effective, our products provide nutrition guaranteed to change your life in a positive way. To find out how you can get the same top-of-the-line vitamins taken daily by Olympic athletes, astronauts, and the White House doctor herself, visit applyeveryday.com. Who's your doctor? When I was looking for a doctor, I thought, which person gets the best care of all and whose doctor's credentials are the most carefully reviewed? Well, the answer was obvious. Who looks after the President of the United States? My doctor is the doctor who is taking care of three presidents and their families, Dr. Connie Mariano. I've heard about her. She's board certified in internal medicine and has been practicing medicine for over 30 years. She was at the White House for over nine years and traveled everywhere with the president. Dr. Connie is available to me 24 hours a day, seven days a week by email, cell phone, or Skype. And when I see her in her private office in Scottsdale, she and her staff always treat me like I'm the president. I'm going to call her office now and join her practice. Dr. Connie Mariano. This is the doctor American presidents and their families have trusted with their lives, and I trust you with mine. For information about Dr. Connie Mariano's private practice, you need to visit drcmariano.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to House Calls with former White House physician, Dr. Connie Mariano. If you have a question or comment for our show today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drconnieradio at gmail.com. That's drconnieradio at gmail.com. Now, back to House Calls with Dr. Connie. I've got in studio Dr. Julia Ney, who's a clinical psychologist here in Scottsdale, and her practice is called A New Beginning. And we were talking about how to survive the holidays with mindful eating and with exercise, but not only the holidays, but really the rest of the year. Tell us more about your Healthy Way Out program, Dr. Julie. Well, so many of the concepts we've been talking about really is what we teach in the Healthy Way Out. And it is a very innovative program where we look at issues of weight, looking at the emotional component that leads to overeating. So it's specifically for emotional and binge eaters. Mm -hmm. And we help um, look at the emotional component, then also the nutritional component. We teach intuitive eating skills. So it really is a no diet approach, but that doesn't mean you have a free for all and you eat anything that you want at any time. There's definitely an approach. There's a rhyme and a reason. Mm -hmm. And then you have to weave in healthy movement, what we call intuitive exercise. And that means that you listen to your body and you do all sorts of fun activities, hiking and 
and walking and biking and sometimes Zumba to help your body to move because we need to move to be healthy. There's no way around it. So it weaves in those three components. Um, I don't know of any other program right now in the United States that is approaching healthy weight loss the way that we are, and we're getting a tremendous response. So if people want to sign up, they do they go to your online and, and sign up? Yes. So what you would do is you would go to The Healthy Way Out, and way is W-E-I-G-H. So thehealthywayout.com. We have different levels of programming, and we've got both group programs, and we also have individual programs. Um, we're going to have some really exciting online programming options coming in 2018. Excellent. So I know that there's listeners that are in China sure. and Russia international. and international. We get calls um, all the time. We had somebody calling us from England. So we really want to be able to um, give people that information um, and help them to do this programming online. Um, and then the other thing that we're doing is we're doing the educational YouTube series. Um, and that would also be on our new channel, which is called From Hunger to Fulfillment. So go on YouTube, punch in those words. Um, you can also locate that through our websites. Great. You know, if you're looking for a great gift for somebody, rather than a thing, give them healthy way out. I'm sure you, people can call and give a gift certificate for that. What a beautiful gift. gift. Because if someone's struggling, just say, listen, I love you. I care about you. This program will help you. Yes. It's a lifestyle. It's not a, you know, diet pills don't work. Diet programs don't work. This is really a lifestyle management program to give people tools yes. that they can use. And most importantly, what we have to look at are the emotional reasons why we reach for food. Mm-hmm. Because I guarantee nine times out of 10, when you reach for food and you are overeating, you are not physically hungry. hungry. Exactly. Somewhere in your history, food got yeah. mixed in with comfort, comfort. Nurturing, stress reduction, okay? Hiding from your emotions. Maybe you have shame. Maybe you don't know how to deal with your emotions throughout life. So you reach for food. If that component is not addressed, you can go on whatever diet. You're going to have short-term weight loss. And guess what? Life is going to happen, and you're going to reach for donuts again. So to me, the emotional component is what helps people to be able to have sustainable sustainable weight loss because now they're learning how to deal with their emotional life in ways other than through food and then food just becomes what we do to feed our body and to take care of it through nutrition right doesn't fill that hole in the soul one of the things we also talked about was exercise and i as we're getting gift ideas if my husband's listening there hot gym membership obviously uh i have a home gym so that's not going to help but a a gift certificate to a personal trainer to do some work to have somebody work one-on-one because once you hire a trainer they're going to show up or you have an appointment and you don't want to let them down right Mm -hmm. if you're people pleasing so things that get people moving or Zumba or dance classes yes and I think personal trainers are wonderful not everybody can afford a personal Mm -hmm. trainer Mm -hmm. Um, so 
you know, you connect up with a friend. Right. Make a, a commitment to a friend because really it is, you know, exercise always sounds like a great idea. And then, you know, it's six o'clock in the morning and you're like, eh, it doesn't mm-hmm. sound like such a great idea anymore. But if you've made a commitment and someone's waiting for you, you're going to get through that time period that's really, really hard for you. And you're going to get yourself out and then you're going to do the exercise and then you're going to feel better afterwards. And you just need to do it. I tell people two and a half weeks and you're going to start being hooked. So you just have to get over that initial hump and make sure that it is an activity that you really enjoy. Exercise should not be um, punishment. It should be a way that you love yourself. That's a lot of fun. Absolutely. Make it fun. Make it fun. fun. Do something that feels good and, and have it be as a loving way to support your body. You'd probably laugh. I, I, I Well, I used to like, uh, used to be a runner. Uh, the most I've done was a half marathon. That was about seven years ago, but I really like fun runs or mm-hmm. 5Ks or 10Ks. So I decided, because I saw it online, to do now IHOP <laughs> does their 5K fun run and they have it in February in oh, Phoenix. So I signed up with nice, Maddie, my nice. friend Maddie. Oh. So we're going to do the, actually, I'll do the 5K. She'll do the walk. Okay. So we made it. And then afterwards, we'll go to IHOP. We'll, we'll get fruit. <laughs> we might get a whole wheat pancake or some coffee, but that's it. But we, at least we're getting out there, right? Oh, I am so, so, so <laughs> Maddie, I'm so proud of you. That's wonderful. So we're going to do that. But I just think of what a great way to celebrate the holidays as as we look at 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 the whole theme of that and I want to thank you for for being on the show I I want to mention a few things before we we say goodbye to folks as as I look at the holiday and and how people approach it it's really your attitude towards mm-hmm. it that it isn't about okay this is my year to take care of everybody and I I like the idea how you look at planning activities, you look at the reason for the season as yes. of your spirituality, of your faith, and honor your faith, and the traditions that are important to you. Absolutely. And to honor those and the meaning of life. And I see it, I see, for some reason, I see towards the end of the year people dying. People, they look at that as sort of a deadline. They finish off the year mm-hmm. and they pass. And I, as I was doing my Christmas card list this year, as I'm going through the list, I I wanted to cry because Mm. at least two of the close friends of ours passed away this year. So we had to like, but then I think of their wives, their widows, and I think, you know, we'll reach out to them this year and say, Mm. listen, I'm thinking about you over the holidays because the people who aren't here and you honor their memory and and the survivors of the family members who are left there, but also the people who are lonely, who don't have people over the holidays. I I think of them. Yeah. And actually, you know, one of the risk factors, um, one last myth is that, you um, the holidays really is a season of the blues. That actually is a myth. Um, and for most people, it is the most joyful time of the mm-hmm. year. But guess what? You know, for the ones that struggle, it's number one, if they already have a depressive disorder, then it's hard for them. Mm-hmm. But also if you are socially alone. Yeah. Okay. So if you have lost somebody through death, or if you just tend to isolate, those are going to be the people that struggle the most. So if you are one of those people, or you know somebody that is alone, please extend your heart to those people. Invite them to come over. Don't feel like, you know, they would feel awkward, you know, within your family. Um, Have them come over for eggnog and just kind of embrace them with your heart. It can make a big difference for people during the holiday season. Absolutely. That's great advice. 
it's really the gift of your present. The Absolutely. Presence, the presence, you know, your present is yes. a great gift to them. Yeah. And a lot of people don't realize that they say, I have to give you something. No, just listen to me. Just be there. Absolutely. I mean, it means so much to them as, as you think. And, and I think of just people just being nice to each other. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, well, you know, it's Christmas. We should be nice. The holidays. Well, why don't you just be nice year round? And I think especially in the last couple of years, people have been so mean mm-hmm. online and social media. Just be extra nice. I mean, one of my dear friends out here founded the Be, the Be Kind Project, Marsha Meyer. And it, she goes to schools and she teaches kids about being kind. And it, it is an intentional act of kindness. It isn't random. It's intentional. Yeah. And that you're just nice to everybody. Yeah. If you can just be that way, what a great gift that is. People don't realize that love is such a reciprocal gift. When you love somebody, you feel love in your heart just mm-hmm. by that very act. And it doesn't mean that they have to love you back. It mm-hmm. just feels good yeah. to give to others. It is the greatest gift that you can not only give to someone else, but that you give to yourself. Over the holidays, it's a great time to practice that, and it's a great practice year round you know maybe that should be your new year's resolution let me be more loving to others let me be more loving to myself um we know what love does for your mind body and spirit oh it's the the best medicine mall is to is to love people but i want to thank you dr julie for being on our show today and giving everybody the gift of hope but also your wisdom and the practical techniques that you give people through your program, mm-hmm. through Healthy Way Out, for people who are struggling with eating disorders, but people who, you don't really have to totally be struggling with that. If you want to be healthier and find a way to approach food in a very healthy way, that you're not a prisoner Absolutely. of food, that you don't use it as your drug, so mm-hmm. when you're upset or hungry, angry, lonely, tired, the halt, you know, that you reach for food, and you because it never works. It doesn't work. And then you find out that you're not happy with your body, and it becomes a vicious cycle. So thanks, Dr. Julie, for for your gifts, for helping people. And I, I want, encourage our listeners to go online to check out your blog, to check out your program. So thank you for, for is, doing that. It is my pleasure always, Connie. Thank you so much. You're a great lady. Oh, thanks. It's mutual, and I feel the same. So as we take this holiday season ahead of us, I, I really want the listeners out there to focus on the reason for the season. Why do we celebrate it? There's a reason for that, where it came about. Think of your faith. Think of their traditions that you set up. Make new traditions that are special for you and your family. There are so many memories that conjure up this time of year when you hear the Christmas music, you think back in time of the people we've lost, the people we've loved, all the memories come back. Put a positive light on those memories. Also follow the advice of Dr. Julie about balance and moderation, as well as the importance of exercise. Make exercise your number one New Year resolution and follow it through. You know, obviously you want to be running around the mall shopping and lifting, you know, that can count a little bit, but just make that a, a part of your techniques that, that you're just going to be moving more, be more active. Well, one of the things I believe in is counting your blessings, being grateful. Just make it an intentional act of gratitude every day. So as I look at at this show, as we wind down this show today, this is our 12th of the 13 shows of this season 
for my show on Voice America. So if my math is correct, next week will be my last show of this season, and I'm going to leave you with a special gift with that show. Hopefully it will be the subject of my next book, and what that gift will be will be to share with you the gifts of longevity. Mm. And I've found that there are 11 secrets that American presidents know about which allow them to live long and healthy and active lives. And I'm going to share that with you next week. And so this is a little bit of a teaser. So stay tuned for the last show next week. It doesn't mean it's going to be the last episode. I think if my husband has his way, he's going to encourage more of it. But I'll have to make time to make that happen because I really love doing the shows. And I love I love my guests like Dr. Julie who come on board to, to help our, our listeners. So in the meantime, embrace the holiday season. Take a deep breath. Focus on the reason for the season. Be good to yourself and be good to others. And we'll, we'll talk to you next week. So God bless. Thank you again for joining us this week for House Calls with Dr. Connie Mariano. We'll be back next Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a terrific week.